All right, we are back now. Uh, sorry about that. I'm having all kind of weird difficulties. I didn't see any of y'all's comments. So if you're wondering, you know, uh, wh- why I'm not saying anything to you, because I didn't see any comments. Joe's back, right? Yes, I am okay, here. Okay, good. Joe's back. Uh, we on the phone with Rowdy Roddy Piper? No, this is just, this is Tahoe Joe Murphy. That's it. That's uh, it. Uh, let's see. Uh, flooded a bunch of people in the basement. Uh, maybe the hurricane wanted to jump a county creek. Generally, got away. Uh, I was. I was. I made sure Texas Tech was in Morgantown on my wedding day. That a boy. Uh, all right. Here we go. So, uh, big talk for UCC to join the Big Twelve. Have you heard anything on that? Or UCF? Now, UCC is that. I did. I heard nothing. Are you talking like that? No, he meant, he, 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 meant or something? he meant UCF. Huh? Oh, UCF. Yeah, I was gonna say what? Uh, yeah, that, we'll we'll take them. You know, we'll. I mean, uh, uh, oh, you're saying that the little the, the, the Big Twelve? Yeah, they're they're gonna go to the Big Twelve. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're in the Big Ten. Yeah, I, I, I mean, oh, they're looking for the Big Ten. No, UCF. No. That, Joe, we're, we're we're gonna we're gonna drop that. We're gonna drop that. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna talk about. You know, the reason I asked is because I, I didn't I didn't hear that. But you know, I've always wondered. The Big Twelve always seemed like it was a great conference, but it's like everybody can't wait to get out of there. Yeah, it, it's crazy. It it, it 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 it's weird what's going on in the Big Twelve. Is that Texas Oklahoma leave and everybody's like, well, fuck you. It's like, I mean, yeah, it, like, I, I'm become a, like the. I'm the opposed. Southwest Conference, you know, or something like everybody just wants out. Yeah, I'm opposed. And, I'm opposed to the Longhorns going there. Um, oh, yeah. Back on the the only thing good is that we get to beat A and M every year now again, and that'll be great. The easiest money of the night tonight. Are you ready for it? I'm ready. Bowling Green is getting 35 points at Tennessee. Yeah, no, you might be onto something there. Yeah, when, yeah. Bowling Green laying. Wow, 36. Yeah. Wow. And, and the only thing that sucks is the road game, but still, you know, Tennessee, what, sucks. they're like a Nebraska. What happened to them, you know, yeah. too? That, that's a program that has just completely fallen apart. And it yeah, couldn't make me happy. Not, not been able to come back. No. No, this, this is a team, this is a program that will, will fade into obscurity and they'll hope that a secondary program can carry them into the next years because they're going to turn into a Kentucky or a Vanderbilt or I, I don't even want to say South Carolina because South Carolina had a few good years. Yeah. Yeah. The spurrier years, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. That was it. Uh, all right, Joe, I'm going to, God damn it. Am I off the air? Hold on a second. Let, let me text somebody real quick. Uh, uh-huh. uh, am I still off? This is so weird. This is bizarre what's happening right now. Uh, oh, you can hear me. Attic Brian can hear me. Okay, I'm on. All right, you can hear me now. Okay, good. It's work. Everything's working. All right. Let's get to some Saturday. Or, no, wait, we got some Friday games. They're, they're big Friday games, right? Right. Uh, let's see. Well, we, I know we got at least one. Where, uh, North Carolina, Virginia Tech. Okay, let me get on that. Uh, Friday game. North Carolina, Virginia Tech. Yeah. 
I'm on this. Uh, North Carolina is laying five and a half. It's minus five and a half over Virginia Tech at Virginia Tech. It is at Lane Stadium in Blacksburg, Virginia. Mac Brown's got North Carolina actually playing decent football this year, or at least last year. Is, is this the year to kind of kind of look at North Carolina to beat Clemson in the ACC? I, you know, I don't. I don't think they're going to beat Clemson. In fact, I mean, I like. I kind of like Virginia Tech in this. I, you know, and maybe it's just my tendency to lean toward a home dog. But I bet you're going to find a lot of home dogs. In as far as I know, but when I go by it, the most, the most, uh, the biggest advantage the home team, the sport with the biggest advantage the home team, in my opinion, is NCAA basketball. Right. And after that is NCAA football, where the home, the home team means a lot. So. Uh, I like, I like Virginia Tech, and you know this is one of those lines that makes it. You know when they put up a line on the game, the perfect line on the game is not. Oh, this is what they're going to win by. That's not what the bookie. The bookie wants you to walk in the bet and go, "Son of a bitch!" Now I don't know what I side I like. That's the perfect line. Yeah. You know when you're just. Son of a gun. I don't know which side they're like. I mean, to me, that's one of them that I, I probably stray away from just because I'm like, damn, I don't know about that game. I just, uh, you know, but but I, if I if they put a gun to my head, maybe better, I, I would take the home dog in this one. Okay. Maybe even the number. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, let's see. Uh, I, I, I want to talk about Michigan State Northwestern, but I don't because I don't know anything about either team. Yeah, I'm kind of the same. Um, I don't, I, Michigan State, you know, any addition to me, if you were to walk in in, in you know, Burma for a couple of years, you'd walk in and go, how the hell is Northwestern favored over seven and a half over Michigan State? But Wow, the opening uh, line was three. I have the open at seven and a half, and a wow. lot of money, you know, now it's three. So they okay. got a ton of money coming in on Michigan State. All right. Well, Everything's I- at Michigan State. I don't know. I, these teams get That's your attention. That's another reason I'd lay off that. Because, you know, look at that thing drop. That thing's dropped, what, four four points. Yeah. Uh, so, and in college, uh, you know, college that I mean, football, there's a lot of money. To move a game four points, uh, you know, I mean, it's a lot of money. You know, they, uh, the NFL would be millions and millions coming yeah. in on one side. Oh, yeah. But they're. So I, you know, that's a game. There you go. Three. I, now I don't like it. I don't like <laughs> Michigan State at all. All right, good. If I was getting the seven and a half, no problem. All right, uh, all right. We won't talk about. Well, I will ask you this. I know that you hate Oklahoma almost as much as I hate Oklahoma. Right. Because of your corn husker roots, and and that to me was the best part of the day after Thanksgiving was watching yeah. the Nebraska Oklahoma game. That, yeah, and there's a, there's a lot of respect for, you know, we hate Oklahoma and Nebraska. We hate them, but we respect them. It's it's like the old T-shirt says, because we can't stand Colorado. I mean, it's the old adage, you know, Oklahoma sucks, but Colorado swallows, you know. But, so, <laughs> because we hate those things. They're the rudest fans. And, but, yeah, we did you do hate Oklahoma, but there's a level of respect there that we've always had. Because, you know, they were a lot classier than some of the teams, but uh, who are they now? It's Oklahoma. Who are they playing? They're playing. The look, look, look. They're playing Tulane. Oklahoma's a thirty. Right. My my question is, why is Oklahoma getting so much love this year? Number two, people are picking them to possibly beat Alabama this year. 
Yeah, and, and it'll be that to me, I, you know, because I, I don't know that they, they, they're just one step away. You know, they always make it to the final four, but then they lose in, the, in that game or they lose in the championship game. Uh, and, it's, and it's not very big, it's a pretty big uh, margin of victory for the other team. So, uh, I mean, uh, I, I don't know. They're getting a lot of they're they're one of those teams that you know they get recruits. They just that's, that's the thing. I'm, I'm so bothered by it because Nebraska just can't keep rolling. But no Oklahoma yeah. every year. Every just, year. They, yeah, they, they they just do it every year. What if they open up? I don't know. The, the line right now. Oh, oh wait, the line is uh thirty one and a half. Over yes, under yeah. sixty nine. Wow. Yeah, I that, I don't like that in these days. You know, I had a guy, I did a radio show with a guy, and he'd get picked, you know, and he'd, he'd, he'd be, you know, you'd pick of the day, and he'd be like, uh, you know, Oklahoma would be playing, you know, the Iowa school for the death, and he'd be like, <laughs> I really I really like Oklahoma on the money line. <laughs> oh, that would be going on a win there, buddy. You know, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I see Oklahoma winning that game, but, yeah, at 31 and a half, then you get the, what they call the oh by the way touchdown. You know yeah. the game's over, the, the scrubs are in, the freshmen, where Rudy's out there, and you know they that's when they score, and you, you lose by you know a hook or something. Oh, and by the way, so, the, the game has been moved to Norman. It was going to be played at the Superdome, but they had a little storm roll through there recently. Oh, yeah. Those people they can't handle a little rain down there. I know, crazy. right? But yeah, now the game's in Norman. Yeah, Oklahoma wins this going away. Yeah, that'll, it'll probably be like a 63-3. Yeah. Like that. Uh, Penn State, Wisconsin. Are either of these teams for real? I, Wisconsin. I don't know. Wisconsin is – now, is that, that's still, is that a Friday game? I'm, I got lost here for a second. Uh, this is a Saturday me. game. This is a Saturday, oh. 11 o'clock on Fox. Okay, yeah, Penn State, Wisconsin. Yeah, I'm – this is another one. I don't know. I, I, it's at five and a half, so everybody it opened at three and a half. Right. So everybody's betting Wisconsin. I, I kind of like Wisconsin. I, you know that. Then I think that I, I, they put out a good team every year. A Big Ten good team. Now, right. you know where where once they once they face somebody, you know from the SEC, it's it's not good for them. But when they're playing other Big Ten teams, they usually win the West every year. Uh, I don't know anything about Penn State. And I don't know much about Wisconsin, but uh, Wisconsin at home. You know, if I was laying three, I might like it. But I don't know. I, I, I would take. I, you know what? I'm gonna stick with Wisconsin. Okay. All right. I think that's Wisconsin a solid. Wisconsin is still under a touchdown. So, uh, let me congratulate you on your first victory of the season this weekend, when the <laughs> Fordham Rams. Stumble into Cornhusker <laughs> Memorial Stadium in Lincoln and take what on your Huskers. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we played uh, one year when I was there, we played uh, uh, Pacific. You know, they, we had a schedule, you know, the schedules are made in advance, way in advance, which doesn't have a football program, by the way, anymore. Yeah. And, uh, and they played because it's like, it was like a, a two thirds of their athletic budget was that game. Oh, absolutely. Well, that's why Nevada oh, played there. Nevada did the same uh-huh. thing when they went to Nebraska. Yeah. Yeah, they do it for the paycheck. Mm-hmm. I mean, Nebraska's going to win this game, hopefully, right? 
If they don't, you may not hear from you again. Okay. So, yeah. They, uh, they better, you know. The number one team in the land on Saturday, the uh, mighty rolling tide of Alabama. Will be, down Alabama. And this game will be played in Atlanta, so neutral site, even though that's like their second home stadium now. Um, taking on the 14th-ranked Hurricanes of Miami. And Alabama is a 19-and-a-half-point favorite. What do you yeah, think, Joe? Uh, the neutral site, you said they're playing uh... – and not Joe Robbie. The other, where are they playing again? In Atlanta at Mercedes. Oh, Atlanta, right? Uh, yeah, they should play this game on the Mars. I think, I think Alabama's still gonna. You know, these aren't the. This isn't the Warren Sapp, uh, uh, Ray, uh, Ray Lewis. No. Miami uh, Hurricanes. So uh, that uh, I think that that line looks a little big to me. So it kind of throws up a like maybe these guys know something I don't. And so, mm-hmm. but I think Alabama comes out and. Uh, you know, by halftime, people are checking out other games because uh, by halftime, I think they'll probably already handle them. But how great would it be? How do? I, but, but how great would it be if Miami oh. somehow won this game? And, I, that's the only time I root for Miami. Yeah, I, I know, right? Root for Miami, and yes, I love it. Every time Alabama plays, who, who doesn't want them to lose? You're just so sick of them winning all the time. It's like Tom Brady; you just get sick of it after a while. After a while, you do, but then you got to go. Well, fuck, he is that good. Yeah, uh, yeah, that, yeah. I, I, I don't think it's going to happen. I, and I don't think Miami's the team to do it. Just like you said, they, they don't, they don't have that same swagger that they once had. Um, a, yeah, lot, a lot of people are high on USC this year. Are they high and, and that's why they like <laughs> USC? I mean, I, I'm not understanding why USC is so beloved this year. Now, granted, they're taking on San Jose State, who's already got a game under their belt. They're undefeated, 1-0. San Jose State, man, they were the surprise of the whole, you know, they went to get the Arkansas, I believe, last year or something, and that. Uh, uh, you know, they're, they're, you know, they're, you know, they got to practice. I mean, probably, you know, at the city playground or something. I mean, you just, you would think San Jose State, you know, you don't think of football, but they're, they, they're, I mean, they've come a long way, that program, but I just don't think they're in the same league as USC. I mean, no. it's one of those, one of those deals where it's just, uh, you know, it's like horse racing, and one, you know, it's a different class. One of one of them is a a, a, a claiming race, and the other is a stakes race. Uh, the horses that might come in last in those stakes races are just going to blow out, you know, some of these early ones. And I think that's just a uh, let's see, that started at sixteen and a half down to fourteen. A lot of people liking uh, San Jose State on that one, but that's because that's a lot of that's two touchdowns. I like I like Southern Cal though. Yeah, I don't I like mean, them you got to go with them. You got to go with Southern yeah. Cal. Okay, uh, two more games, and we'll call it a day. Uh, first one from my man Harrison. Um, he is alumni of the Texas Tech Red Raider program. And they're taking on the University of Houston at NRG Stadium in Houston. Tech is a one-point favorite. What do you think, Joe? Well, your kid. Uh... We got to go. He's a good kid. He's a solid kid. They love him here. So uh, we'll, 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 we'll go with him. We, I, 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 I like that. Like Tech? Tech, yeah. This is a road game, but 
you know, this will be one of those games, there's the gunslingers, I call them, you know, it's like, they, you know, 73 to 62. It's like the, mm-hmm. the last team that the ball wins. Um, so, uh, yeah, I like Tech. I think Tech's a better team. The only thing I don't like is being on the road. You know, I love being at home. Yep. So, yeah. All right. What about this big game of Saturday? Well, we got one more game after this. But uh, I, I, I can't not do the University of Nevada. On the road against the University of California, the Golden Bears. Cal is a three-point favorite. What do you think? And I've got, let's see, I've got three and a half. That, you just by chance, you've stumbled on to the Joe Murphy luck of the Irish lock. Oh, the lock. The so okay. mortgage the house, take back the engagement ring, and put it all on Cal. Try to get it at three if you can. <laughs> but try to get it at three because that, that book is a killer. There's been caused many a divorce that they're going to have point. Oh, so. man. I can't believe it. You're not going with the beloved Wolfpack? I want the, I won't bet it. I want the Wolfpack to win, you know, but I won't. I'm not going to go bet against them. But, you know, there's a saying bet with your head, not with your heart. Mm-hmm. The only team I'll never, ever bet against. You'll never see me holding a ticket with the team that's playing Nebraska on it. But I will bet against Nevada if I feel I like it. Okay. I don't, you know, this one I really like. I mean, I, I like Cal. I just think, uh, uh, I just, you know, it's a Pac-12 team, uh, fairly decent Pac-12 team. And, uh, you know, Nevada's, Nevada's picked to win the, uh, the Mountain West this year. But but I just don't think that they, uh, I don't think they could be, every time we go play the, the Pac-12, uh, you know, Oregon comes down here and beats us by 50, mm. you know, every time they come down. So, uh, I, I'd love to see the Pac win. I'll, I've got to be rooting for it because I'm not going to bet that game. I'll be rooting for them. But I just don't think I just don't think they got what it takes to, uh, to okay. beat Cal. All right, last so game. Like last game happening at Daryl K. Royal, Texas Memorial Stadium in Austin. The 23-ranked Raging Cajuns of the University of Louisiana, which used to be Louisiana Lafayette, are battling the number 21-ranked Texas Longhorns. Texas is yes, an eight-point favorite. Who do you like, Joe? And be careful. I love, I love Texas in this one. Yeah. Yeah, they're, that's enough. They're just, you know, this is this is that opening weekend where you're just going to see route after route after route rolling across the scoreboard, you know, because before they get into, to, you know, conference play. And so uh, I, and I think that's going to be one of them. They're going to come out. Oh, Texas. Well, Texas coming out trying to make a statement. You know, if you can make a statement playing Louisiana Lafayette, I think they do. I think they come out and, and win that game big. Yeah, they got a new coach too, don't they? Yeah, well, they they they're going with the underclassmen instead of the kid who came in last year in the bowl game for Sam Ellinger and threw four touchdown passes. Oh, Tom, okay. Thompson's okay. going to play, but the the other kid's getting the start. I I don't know. Harrison says take Louisiana money line. Damn it, Harrison! Wow. Hey, tell them I'll book that bet. <laughs> Look, I I, I I think the Longhorns. Everybody needs to worry about one guy on the Longhorns, and that's it. His number is number two. Uh, uh, oh, God. I, the, uh, oh, God damn it. Now I can't think of it. Hold on. Uh, I will look him up. Uh, he's a running back. He's a stud-ass running back. God damn it. Oh, roster. There we go. This guy could win the Heisman this year, I, and I'm not kidding. Uh, Bijan Robinson. <laughs> Bijan Robinson Bijan is Robinson. a stud. 
This guy, this really? guy, this guy gets me harder than Superman's kneecap. That's how good this <laughs> running back is. Wow. This guy is, uh, let me just say it, the highest compliment I can pay, the absolute truth. Oh, I can't yeah, wait to watch him run tomorrow. He's a freshman? Uh, he was a freshman last year, so he's a sophomore. And they didn't want to okay. use him last too much last year because they didn't want him getting beat up. Oh, God almighty. I, I hate Tom Herman so much. I'm glad he's gone. <laughs> well, I know you're very, very passionate about, and I, you know, you know the roster up and down, I'm sure, at Texas. And, you know, this being the, the first time, there's a couple of things I wish I would have had with me. I, I, I apologize for being a little slow. I'm trying to maneuver around some stuff here, and I was just caught off guard, so I apologize right. for that. I, was, I can't even find the, the, the rankings right now. That's all right, buddy. Well, hey, next week we'll have yeah. it all set up. So, Joe, yeah, I'm going to yeah. let you go, but thank you so much for being on the show today. I appreciate I, it. I appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk to you next week, and we'll have some NFL games. You know what I'll do next okay. week? I'll, I'll send you the list of games that we pick. Today was kind of opening day, so we, we went with a bunch of picks. But I'll send you all the games and just know all the NFL games next week. Yeah, yeah. It's good to, and and yeah, I, I, once, once these teams you know, get a week, couple weeks under their belt, you can give you much better you know, insight on them, too, so. I, I agree. Like a couple of games in, so. All right, buddy. All right, thanks a lot, Arnie. I appreciate right. it a lot. Joe Murphy, right. everybody. Uh, dear friend from Reno who is uh, is back on top. All right, we will take a break here. I, I hope everything's still working. I know T- uh, Adam J says, Buenos dias, Arnie and Ass family. Gracias, Joe. There you go. Adam J in the house. Uh, when we come back, there's this great story. You know, actually, I'll do this story now since we're here. Has everybody seen this story about this high school football game that happened last week? It's it, it, it's a, an Ohio school called Bishop Sycamore. I want you to remember the initials of this school, Bishop Sycamore. Somehow they got to play one of these gigantic sports academies last week, um, and ESPN covered the game. Well. Here's the problem. The final score of the game was 58 to nothing. It was terrible. The Bishop Sycamore team was awful. But they were awful because they were not high school players. (laughs) One of the players, the head coach, Leroy Johnson, faces an active warrant out of Ohio. There are some players on the team in their mid-20s. I'm not making this up. That these were just guys that were going out there, I guess, to get paid to play football on TV. And this high school team just fucking crushed them. Oh, my God. Bishop Sycamore told us the number of the Division I prospects on their roster, and to be frank, a lot of that we couldn't verify. But you still put them on TV anyway. Oh, man, I wish I would have watched that game. I wish I could have seen and seen somebody. And all you got to do is look for the highlights of this game, and you see some of the guys on the sideline. You're like, there's no way that kid's in high school. No way. 
Is that Lawrence Phillips? Good God. But hey, ESPN, da da da, da da da. Yeah, Bishop's opponent refused to play this week. I don't blame him. Ah. All right. We come back. We have a story that we have to play a theme song to. 775-357-FANS, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com.
Sussex and some Yank wish to now tell you how to think. Harry drove a tank. Now he's just a wank. It's the Markles. Megan is ashamed for nothing she is famed. Here come the Markles. Her magic's really strong. He's given up the bong. It's the Markles. The queen's pride is hurting when she's not too busy squirting. Her ginger will never last with a shitty half-assed podcast. The fame's gone to her head. Philip's glad he's dead. It's the Markles. Oprah takes their calls now that Harry's lost his balls. Here come the Markles. How does she cast the spell? Her legs lead straight to hell. It's the Markles. Here come the Markles. Oi, call blimey. I still say they're a couple of wankers. <laughs> oh, they are. Uh, and everybody's saying again, great job, Ogre. Uh, Alicia Christopher, Hot Mama. Uh, fantastic, fantastic shit right there. Look, this story is about them and a charity that they're helping some school in Africa. Haven't we learned that schools created by the Hollywood elite in Africa don't have that good a track record? Hashtag Oprah Winfrey, hashtag rapes. No, no, Bill Cosby was not an instructor there for some odd reason. But... It seems that the Duke and Duchess, which I don't know why they can still use that. 
have amplified the work of Campaign for Female Education, and they matched a $130,000 donation last September. You cheap motherfuckers. Well, I'll say it. You, you, you matched a donation that was $130,000? Wow. Way to give it your almost there, gang. By the way, where do they... I, I know that Spotify gave them $100 million and, 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 and other groups gave them $100 million. What I, I still don't know why. I'm telling you right now. Those were the luckiest two swimmers of sperm that have ever swam to become Harry and Meghan. Literally, who do nothing. They are, they are the first, they are real influencers for no reason. Kim Kardashian at least had a sex tape. Not a good one. Meghan Markle was a terrible actress. Prince Harry was in the military, kind of. And now they have, like, they're, they're worth almost a billion dollars, and they don't do anything. They don't, they, they, they don't sell, like, you know, hard-on pills. They, 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 don't sell, they don't do anything. Spotify gave them $150 million, and they produced 36 minutes of work. 36! That's the guy who you want to work for. Because he ain't going to expect dick out of you at your job. That's, that's almost as good as working for the government. Oh, he only gave us 36 minutes? Ooh, and it's choppy? Uh, okay. Uh, here's your monthly check. Enjoy. Go help another starving child somewhere. Or or just buy another $7,000 sweater for your baby. Whatever you want to do, the Markles are at it again. So, there, there you go. I hate them. Now, this next story is a lie. I'm just going to tell you it's a lie, it's a lie, it's a lie. And everybody, you, you, you want to try to disagree with me? You can't. Jennifer Aniston yesterday was caught in her home or wherever the fuck she is making up a super healthy smoothie. Uh, was it a strawberry banana smoothie? Did David Beckham sell it to you, ma'am? I would like a strawberry banana smoothie. <laughs> so she's making this... Uh, Smoothie. She decided. Oh, wait, before we get back there. Uh, I'd love to see Harry and Meghan do infomercials like as seen on TV. Oi, have you ever had a problem with peeling a bloody orange? <laughs> this eerie device is spin. <laughs> Oi. Oh man, I could see I I could see Megan getting the fucking the the the, the rowboat, <laughs> and she gets Harry to get in there. Oi, ever have this problem? I know he sounds more Australian than anything. Oh, Crockies, oi, uh, Crockies, hey, you ever have this problem? 
It's all going Australia for some reason. You're in your little dinghy, and uh, as you uh, pip pip cheerio, as you're you're strolling down the Thames, the River Thames, uh, you notice a gigantic hole in the bottom of your boat. What am I to do? Shall I sink here in the rhythm, the River Thames, or shall I use spackle it on the markle, the markle spackle? You see, it's waterproof and it rubberizes. The camera cuts to the queen getting pissed because she can't peel an orange and looks at the camera and shakes her head. Oh, scene cuts to Megan wearing a fancy dress and pointing to the said item briefcase style. (laughs) Oh, I'd love to see them doing infomercials. That would be gold. That would be pure gold. Because every once in a while, yeah, yeah, we've all watched infomercials. I like the guy that there's one guy who wears fucking obnoxious sweaters and he has glasses. And he is so fucking just talks down to his feet. Oh, Gail, what are you thinking using that? Dude, infomercials for for the Markles would be so good. Ogre, I, you own all the rights to that song. So if you want to sell it to the Markles when they when they do their infomercial show. Oh, cheerio. Welcome to the Markles Kitchen. Hi, I'm Megan. I want you to buy all of our stuff. Ha, 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 ha. I put it in a briefcase. Ha, 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 ha. God damn it, hell. All right, super bitch. And I look, I hate saying it about Jennifer Aniston. I'm just, I've grown tired of her and her wanting to be political and all this health shit and all. But shut up. You probably had so much goddamn plastic surgery, ain't even funny. But she's making up a morning smoothie. And she says, I would be happily licensed the song to them. They'll have to write me uh, a diss track about a fat podcaster living in the great Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. Um, she admits that she will eat just one chip or one M&M as an indulgence. Now, let me do that. No. Stop it. You're goddamn lie. You're goddamn lie. And I'm just going to tell you this right now. It is physically and humanly impossible to actually only eat one potato chip or one M&M. You can't do it. The fine folks at Lay's have already proven the theory to be a miss. You, you, you can go to a party. So this is what I, this is. This is what you do. You have a bowl of M&M's in your kitchen. And you walk by that bowl once a day and grab one. I'm telling you right now, if that was me, I'd be on a clock tower somewhere. You only eat one. No, no, no. Shit, I ate one bag of Reese's as an indulgence. She eats one. 
that, that, that's a lie. That there is no way. No way. Halloween size. Yes, yeah, so I just eat. Oh, is this her saying it right here? Oh, watch the video. Okay. So okay. Brand new. She's making a smoothie. I have chewed up one chip or one M&M and then spit them out because I like the taste, but I just didn't want to actually eat them. Despite how light it is. Here she is making her smoothie. Wow, she's got some kind of fucking sound system at her house. Oh, it's not even her. They're just playing this video. That smoothie looks like diarrhea. It don't look like no smoothie I'd ever drink. I, I ain't drinking no damn poop. That look gross. Uh, let's see. I've chewed up. Okay. Uh, so what I'm hearing is her physical appearance is so important to her that she closely monitors what she eats. Kind of like an ex- anorexic, right? She's just got a better team and more money to manage it to keep her perfect. She eats one as an indulgence, but she indulges herself 700 times a day. No, it no, 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 no. It, look, we're, we're talking about one. We're talking about what? You, you have to have the self-control of goddamn a Yoda not to eat more than one M&M. I'm just saying. I'm just, I, look, I'm just saying. And by the way, God damn it, in the picture, it's like she's filming an episode of Friends. Her damn nipples are hard. She does that shit on purpose. I, I thank her for doing it on purpose. She needs to do it more on purpose on that damn TV show. Oh, there she is at some kind of TBS gala. <whistles> nipples are hard there, too. She got, she got to get them hard when she goes out because she knows that's her signature thing, right? It ain't the haircut no more, so you got to keep what you got. All right, so Jennifer Aniston, biggest liar in America right now because she says she can eat only one a day. A day. I'm reading, oh, God, a pinch of cinnamon and, ooh, some stativa. Yeah, because I want all that shit in my body. Give me sugar, baby. David Lee Ross at it again. <sighs> Dave, look, I, I want to be a David Lee Roth fan. I want to stay a David Lee Roth fan. I, I, I loved him as the lead singer of Van Halen. Growing up, he is my Van Halen. David Lee Roth. No, and, and I'm not knocking Sammy. I'm not ever going to say that Sammy sucked because I like that version of Van Halen too. But Dave's my guy. Dave is it. Dave is a big, giant piece of shit. A couple weeks ago, he got into it with Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons decided not to hold back and just pretty much tear David Lee Roth to shreds and then kick him off their tour. Then he felt bad, and he apologized to David Lee Roth. I don't know why anybody apologized to David Lee Roth. I will make shit that I love for my kids, tater tots, enchiladas, lasagna, etc. but I won't eat them because I have self-control and I don't want to be over 200 pounds again ever. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. David Lee Roth is, a, is, is just a, he, look, he's a cockering. 
David Lee Roth is not at the top of his career anymore. So David Lee Roth is touring around with pretty much whoever he can catch on with because he's not really that great of solo act. You're getting a lounge singer. If he were to live in Las Vegas, he'd be perfect. Well, Nikki Six recently reached out to him and said, Hey, uh, Dave, would you like to open for us on our Motley Crew tour? And Nikki Six says, in very, very David Lee Raw fashion, he says, I don't open for bands that I influenced. I just want you to remember that quote, David Lee Roth. David Lee Roth, when you're living under a bridge in, in, in L.A. Because you ran out of money because you're too stupid. I want you to remember that you threw away an opening gig for a band that will fucking sell out arenas still. Even though their lead singer is dog shit. No, I don't open for bands that I influenced. I think it might have a little bit more to do with Eddie. I'm just saying. Sammy Hagar is better anyway. Look, Sammy can, I'll give you this. Sammy can still sing. Sammy can still hit notes. David Lee Roth can't hit a note to save his life. Sammy and Dave toured together, and, and I guess Dave was a dick. Shocking, because that's what David Lee Roth is, is a fucking dick. Anything that comes on him now, uh, he, he's brought all this onto himself. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I just truly am sorry. The man is a jackass. Now, I, I, I still don't understand this story that I'm about to do here. I, I, I'm lost at it. I'm upset. This guy, Mike Richards, who was going to be the new host of Jeopardy. They found a podcast he did eight years ago that made fun of women and made a couple of Jew jokes in there. That we all can look back on and go, even though they are hysterical, I guess they were wrong. Because eight years ago, it wasn't a problem to do that. But now what we do is we, we search through people's past and we eviscerate them for things they did before. Oh, I'm sorry, certain people. Well... He was no longer going to be the, the host. And I think this is the guy that kind of Trebek kind of picked out, handpicked. And uh, they found this out. They said, no, you, you can't be the host anymore. We'll let you stay on as executive producer. The man went to some, some therapy groups. I'm not kidding. He went to like tolerance camp or bullshit like that. For jokes that he made. Like, like he had to go to therapy. He went to therapy. And then they come back and they say, yeah, you can't even be executive fucking producer anymore. Now, come on, man. 
didn't Drew Carey allegedly have some kind of, you know, hankety-pankety? So if you actually do it, if you, I, and I, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to be smirch Drew Carey. Uh, hold on a second here. Uh, Drew Carey legal issues. Okay. Let's see. Uh, Drew Carey price right cancel show after murder of Drew Carey's ex. Okay. Maybe uh, urges. Okay. Well, whatever. Drew Carey. Not, not, not a good example. Arnie, you're mispronouncing. It's not therapy. It's re-education camp at the Ministry of Truth. Thank you, Tim. Given the number of Jewish comics, the Jew jokes were probably written by, yes, you guessed it, Jews. Here's a guy who made jokes. There are plenty of people that are on TV right now that actually did break laws, actually break laws against people, and they're still working today. And I'm not talking about horrible things like rape or or child touching or anything like that. But they broke the law. They were arrested. They were incarcerated. Instead now of giving those people a second chance, well, that's what we've done. We've given those people a second chance even though they infringed on someone else's rights. This guy was making fun of somebody, and now we're saying you're not a part of society anymore. This is a part of society I don't want. I, I, if this is society, I don't want to be a part of it. People say, oh, he shouldn't have made the jokes. Who are you to say he should or shouldn't make jokes? I mean, what if that's his thing? He wants to make people laugh. And he went for low-hanging fruit. It wasn't like he said the almighty N-word. And by the way, there is a dumb fucking story out there. Oh, you know what? I'm going to play this because this just shows how stupid Dog the Bounty Hunter is. Why didn't you invite her to the wedding? As hard as it is. Uh, I don't want to hear about the wedding shit. Let's know. Homophobic and was unfaithful to her late mother, Beth, died just over two years ago. Here we go. Did you cheat on Beth? No. Never. Never. She says he began. Are you a big piece of crap? Yes, always. And to have an affair with a friend of my mom's while she was in the hospital. Beth was in the hospital three times. I was there every single second with her. I went home the night before she passed away with her mother and her sisters. Listen to this shit. Because they said she won't pass away, dog, with you standing here. So I left. Three hours later, she passed away. You're a murderer, So when did I have time? I'm a good man. No. I would have never done that. 22-year-old Bonnie also claims she was not invited to her dad's wedding because she supports the Black Lives Matter movement. Do you support that organization? Yes, I do. I have never been a racist. I'm 33.5% Apache. But because of over 50... Wait, 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 wait. They asked him about being racist. I got to play this. And this has nothing to do with anything. A racist. I'm 33.5% Apache. But because of over 15 years ago, I have an Achilles heel because I used the wrong word. Well, let me ask you about that. that. That moment 15 years ago. Yes, sir. That phone call with your son. Correct. You were using language, and over six times during that call, you used the N-word. Yes, sir. Why were you using that word so freely? Well, I thought I had a pass in the black tribe to use it, kind of like Eminem. Who gave you the pass? The brothers. Who are the brothers? 
I had just, you know, gotten out of prison in 1979 after wow. spending Shocking. time in 18 months in Texas, and it was probably three quarters from the black tribe. So that was a word that we used uh, back and forth uh, as maybe a compliment. My pass expired for using it, but no one told me that. To say a racist name doesn't qualify to make you a racist. If you use that word, it, if you okay. use that word and you use it in your regular everyday life, it makes you a racist. I have more black friends than Eminem. That is the proximity argument. Like, okay. I have lots of black friends, so that should make me okay with black people. Chapman also denied. He, I, I don't know where the stupidity ends and the pure retardation begins. Supporting BLM makes you racist. Uh, for him, that's period. You know he's lying because he's not ending with every sentence with brother. Did he say 33 and a third percent Apache? Yes. Does he have three parents and one was an Apache? Simple genetic math says your genetic makeup is increments of half, quarter, and three-eighths. <laughs> I had just gotten out of prison, you know, in 1979, and then 45 years later, I was still acclaiming to being on the outside, acclimating. I forgot I was not part of my prison brotherhood anymore. Now, look, look, we can have, we can go back and forth and say, if you say those words, you're a racist. I tend to, look, I, I hate to say that I almost agree with this guy. If you've used that word ever in your life, that makes you a racist, well, then I guess I'm a pretty big fucking racist. If we want to get into name calling and all that kind of stuff. But this guy, I mean, I have more black friends than Eminem. Who says something like that? Yeah, I got more black friends, the black... And by the way, I don't think they enjoy being called a tribe. No matter how much Apache is in you. I think he had 33 Apaches in him when they buck-fucked him in the damn prison. That's doing Scott Steiner math right there. You wrestling fans will know what that means. I have never been a fan of this guy. I, I've, I've never understood it because he pisses me off so much. Ogre's a longtime fan, and he knows. I, this is the thing that drives me the craziest. This is the only thing that will ever get me on near an atheist side. All you got to do is watch one of his shows. That's it. Right, so they, they get the, the Bond, the guy who skipped out on Bond, he's on ice or whatever the fuck they got over there in Hawaii. And Dog is sitting there at the table with his pups. He's like, this motherfucking piece of shit, fuck him, we're going to fuck his shit up. I'm going to push his fucking shit in sideways. Fuckity, fuck, 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 fuck. They go on the raid. Stop running, motherfucker! Bleep, 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 bleep. They catch the dude, right? Where is that one? Is that one under here? Hold on a second. And you motherfuckers need Jesus. <laughs> uh, 
They catch the guy. Why are you fucking running, you piece of shit? They get the guy into the van, and he sits next to him, and he goes, Hey, brother, like he's Hawaiian. He's trying to sound like a Samoan fella. Hey, brother. You ever thought about bringing Jesus Christ into your life to be your personal Lord and Savior? No, you can't do that. If you could do that, then church would be entertaining. Think about how great church would be if they allowed freaking cursing. I know you've never thought about that, have you? Oh, I have. You want to sell out a Sunday? You go up there and you let the spirit run through you. Run wild, baby. You're going to see collection plates higher than you've ever seen before. Oh, you motherfucking sinners out there. Coming here to wash your sentences off this Sunday. Brother Johnson over there. We know you've been fooling around. You're sticking it in Sister Mary Alice in the back. Sister Joanne there on the side. Oh, let's not forget Sister Edna while you're still married to Sister Johnson. Mm-mm-mm. But let me tell you something, Brother Johnson. You are forgiven. You are washed clean of your sins. Think about that. All the cheating men that would go to church those days. Because they'd have the argument when they went home to their wife. Hey, I got washed in the blood today. I'm good to go. <laughs> Enough Christians in here to make a Christian, to make a Jesus movie. <laughs> now say, fuck you, Satan. That'd be great, man. Fucking church would be awesome. Hey, did you go to church yesterday? Yeah, man, it was fucking awesome. Man. Hey, Tommy. <laughs> I shouldn't do this, but it's too funny not to. Hey, Tommy, what'd you think about that new choir leader? Holy shit. <laughs> hey, is, is the pastor can poke all the wives in the congregation because he comes clean on Sundays. Uh, Sam Kinson started out as a preacher. I bet one F-bomb was dropped, and he said, oh, well, let's do stand-up. I don't know about you, but getting washed in the blood does not seem appealing at all. I'll keep the sin. Yeah, that one's going to be a tough one for ladies to swallow. I have to forgive you. Well, the Lord did. And you're saying you're better than the Lord? Men, what I'm trying to tell you is church is your salvation. As much as you hate it, but man, oh man. Because if you can get God to forgive you, she's got to. Man, oh man. I would I would brush to preacher school as soon as I could go. Uh, comes clean and swallow. Yes, I did those words on purpose. Oh man. Oh, God Almighty, that's just funny. Now, I don't know if anybody's shocked about this, is shocked or outraged at me, 
I can't believe that testimony was said that R. Kelly made his girlfriends fight each other, face the wall if a man entered the room, and he would fly into a rage if anyone asked them about their relationship. What? <laughs> Alicia says once a month, Aldo Jalapeno. <laughs> Damn you, Alicia. You got to gross it up with period talk. I am shocked and appalled that there are these stories going around about R&B legend R. Kelly. Stories that he urinated on girls. He held guns at their heads while they blew him. And now this? He orchestrated a, a, an R. Kelly fight club? The first rule of R. Kelly fight club is you suck R. Kelly's dick to get into fight club. Is R. Kelly related to Ike Turner? Carrying the torch. I'm made for the streets. Yes, Alicia, you are. Oh, man. I, I Look, he's on trial right now for racketeering, sexual exploitation of a child, kidnapping, bribery, forced labor between 94 and 2018. Wow. R. Kelly denies the charge. Don't. Just stop. You're wasting the state's time. We, we, we kind of got you dead to right, dude. You, you, you're, you're, look, I, I, I respect due process and all that kind of mambo-jambo. This is not a case I want to seem thrown out on a technicality. And I think that's what they're going for. This guy needs to be behind bars. He needs to be away from children at all times. And please, God, don't record another fucking song. There you go. There's there's what I ask. Jesus. Um, They're doing something in Oregon now, and people are like, oh, okay. Because of the shortage of workers that are going on, which, by the way, won't last much longer, so if you're looking for a job to get a better-paying job, get it now. They're starting to cut back on what they're going to be giving you. Oh, and by the way, by the way, hey, I don't want to be the guy that said, I told you so. Right? You, you know, I, you know, you, you guys know how much I absolutely positively hate playing this. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. The IRS is sending letters to Americans telling them to pay back their $600, $1,200, and $1,400 federal stimulus checks. What, 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 what? What, 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 what? <laughs> if R. Kelly's not found guilty, he can join the Big Brother type show, Cosby, Chris Brown, and O.J., I don't know why uh, he's the only one in trouble. People around him were complicit. 
even the one that said he forged papers to get him to marry. Oh, they'll be found guilty, too. Look, R. Kelly's the story, though. R. Kelly did a song for a Disney movie, a popular Disney or, or, or Warner Brothers movie, at least. Space Jam, I guess it's Disney now. Deja Bell does R. Kelly's music better. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, uh, by the way, all that stimulus money, yeah, yeah. Uh, One recipient of the letter uh, was a Massachusetts resident who said the IRS sent her a letter demanding $600 payment plus $3.12 interest. She said she panicked, she doesn't agree with it, and can't find anyone to help me actually do something about it. See, this is what happens. Turns out a $600 check was mailed to an address in New York in her name. She had moved. The IRS indicated that she should have claimed the missing check on her 2020 tax return. She didn't do that, and now they're coming after their money. Man. Isn't that weird? You know, this free money that the government was giving you? Uh, I wonder if the IRS letters will go to court. Yeah, I wonder. But, hey, you can get a job. You're going to have to get a job. And watch out because in Medford, Oregon, they are so desperate for workers, they want 14-year-olds now applying for jobs. McDonald's has said they will hire 14- and 15-year-olds. Do we really? I mean... Look, I, I had my first job at the water park at 14. I But I, I, I think I was in a way different generation. Do do we want 14, today's 14-year-old? That, that's the question. Do, do we think that, that today's 14-year-old can be gainfully employed? I know there's exceptions to the rule, but as a whole, Anyone over 14 can legally work in Oregon, but 14 and 15-year-olds can't work during school hours and can only work three hours on any school day. So, I mean, if, if, if you had, if let's say that you were a McDonald's franchisor or franchisee and uh, your, your, your work was dwindling because you didn't have workers because nobody's coming to work there, would you do this? Would you hire 14-year-olds? See, uh, that's how old was when I was started at McDonald's. Uh, now, see, you're you're part of that exception of the rule. Ten to twenty-five percent, Douglas says, in that age group. Yeah, may, at the most twenty-five. That's a, that would be a big number to me. But okay, I, and and I think you're right. There are kids that at that age can handle a job. 
Doug then says, shit, there's 18-year-olds that aren't mature enough to work. And he says, not for $15 an hour. I've met some really respectable and responsible 14-year-olds, and I've met some absolute fucktard 14-year-olds. But to be fair, I've met a lot of more fucktard adults. If they can remember not to put their dicks in the deep fryer, I'd hire them and find out. It depends on the kid. I agree, Hangtown Jen. At $5 an hour, yeah? Okay, interesting. You'd have to pay them at least minimum wage. Have you uh, been to Mickey D's? Even the 50-year-olds are incompetent. I'd rather have the younger kids than the old fuckers that can't do the day. Yes, the old people should stay working back at the movie theater. Now you don't even have to take, you don't even have to old, have old man strength to tear the ticket. You just aim and go, no, I'm over here. I mean, it, it's insanity. Half these kids that work at the McDonald's, I, I went to McDonald's the other day, right? Okay. So we, we make the order, right? Two double cheeseburgers, fries, and a drink. Oh, and a cinnamon roll. Got a cinnamon roll, too, for later. That's all we got. $11, right? Drove up to the first window. The girl looks at us and goes, do you have the cinnamon roll? What do you think? Do do you not know how this drive-thru shit works? Yeah, I had the cinnamon roll. Pay. Go to the next window. And I'm dead set against these two window systems. I, I, I just don't like it. Get the second window. Kid looks at us and goes, cinnamon roll. <laughs> no, no, we, we, we changed our minds. We changed our minds in between windows. Ah, give us something else. Give us the pull-apart donut instead. I, I swear to God. You know, when I see someone our age working at McDonald's or any other fast food place, Knowing full well they just started there, not management. Two things go through my head. Good for you, doing what you need to do to get money and pay bills. And number two, dear Lord, I do not remember the this many old people working at fast food when we were younger. What happened to our economy? Uh, you know, look, look, that's a, that's a great question to, to say what happened. And I, I have a thought, and I've... I think I've shared it once or twice, maybe, in my entire career. Do you know why our parents didn't end up working at McDonald's? And I'm not saying working at McDonald's is a bad thing, okay? I I think it's a starter job, or if you have management skills and you want to work there, that's fine. Look, I I ain't going to knock the job because a job is a job. As long as... Do your fucking job. Okay, as long as you do it. I got nothing but respect for you. Now, my reason is this, is that our parents didn't end up having to work these places because they worked their careers, and and yes, there were pensions involved and things like that. But what our parents did was they would buy a house, right? Right? They'd get a 30-year mortgage on that house. And then, this is the crazy part here, 
they lived in the house paying it off for 30 years. Now, today's, and, and I watched my sister Patty do this, and it's been pushed down. And this isn't even today's. This is, this is a, even older than me. But she got married. She bought a house. They fixed that house up, and then they sold it. And then they did some work on that house, and then they sold it for an even bigger house. And then their kids graduated from high school, moved on with their lives, so they took the big house, and they sold it, and they moved it to a smaller house close to the first house that they ever lived in. Which, by the way, could have been big enough for their two kids. Just want to point that out. But that's what all of America did. They went all they did all this jumping, and it wasn't necessarily jumping for careers. This is all in the same metropolitan city of St. Louis, Missouri. Our parents lived in one house. They didn't care about and and I call it the keeping up with the Joneses. Is that the Joneses got a nicer house? Well, we got to get a nicer house, even though we're not going to live near them anymore. We have to keep up with them. Then you start a rivalry with somebody else on the street. You go, well, I got to get a bigger house than this. Instead of just, hey, and sometimes you know you're moving, you're stressed, you're doing it. Moving is one of the biggest stressors in all of life. It really is. Look it up. That and divorce, I think, are the top two things that stress people out the most: are moving and divorce. You start stressing out that much, moving eight times in a lifetime, you might lose a job, which means you don't have that pension. You don't have that savings. You don't have all this kind of stuff. They got rid of pensions when everybody demanded benefits. So, okay, we got to get rid of the pensions or you got to pay into them. And now this is why you see older people working in McDonald's. They're working in, you know, they can work up to a certain amount of hours a week and then their social security kicks in. But I think that's what it all comes down to is that this generation has, it, it, look, it's done it to itself. Our parents kind of did it the right way. They lived, they bought a house, they lived there. Uh, so you're saying it changed when the starter home thing began. Yeah, that, I agree. I never knew what a starter home was growing up. Yeah, because, yeah, exactly. that's exactly what I'm saying, Hangtown Jen. And I don't know if I'm right or if I'm wrong or anything. That's just my humble opinion. So I'm buying, uh, I'm leaving uh, California because I can't, even uh, with what I make, afford to buy a home and pay it off in my lifetime. I'm moving to where I can buy a home, get a 15-year mortgage, pay extra each month to have that bitch paid off in 10 years. There you go. Doug, it's not everything that is older because they really fucked us up. I'll put myself on blast. I got injured while working in FedEx at 20. I am legally disabled, but I've never gotten disability. Then I met my boyfriend, and no matter what the fuck kind of birth control I used, I still ended up pregnant. I blame that on me being Mexican. I don't believe in abortion, and we couldn't afford daycare for all those little fuckers. So since my oldest was able to help, like at 16 or 17, my daughter got older. I've been going to college when I could since 2017. Uh, I've been taking weird photo jobs and going to school, and then I had to quit my photojournalism job. 
It's not always what you think. No, and you you are a hustler, and and it, I I know I love you. I think you're awesome. You're inspiring. You are an awesome example to your your kids. In my opinion, yeah, maybe the older people spent their life savings helping their adult kids out too much. It was five years ago I heard that uh, the adult children's room. They, they were building houses that had two master bedrooms. I know, I know, we can't call them master bedrooms anymore. But I'll call them what they uh, they the, they had two slave owner bedrooms. How great would that be if somebody described that in real estate? Um, but yeah, they had these two because adult children were moving it ho- back home. There's no such thing as an adult child. Once you hit 18, child is gone. But these adult children were moving home. Well, let's see. Uh, feel retirement should be 401ks or similar so you can have control. So if I were to get an actual hourly job, I'd have to work. No, and I, I look, hey, I think that once again, once again, there's nothing wrong with working at McDonald's. There isn't. There isn't anything work, bad working at KFC. I don't care how old you are. You know why? Because you're working. You don't have your hand out. You don't have the government, you know, paying you to stay at home. You're actually working. You're contributing to society. Uh, let's see. Uh, Alicia says, I remember my parents bought the house I grew up in over 30 years ago, and they're still in it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, well, sometimes it's truly changed. Things have shifted to see many older people working at menial menial jobs. Makes me wonder, is it medical bills or insurance? The the world got expensive, and I don't think we were ever really able to catch up. Now, did it get expensive because of housing? I don't know why the world got so expensive. I mean, you think about it. The the Big Mac, why, why is the Big Mac more expensive now? This is an honest question. It's 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 smaller than it ever was. There are more cows than ever because there are more McDonald's than ever anywhere. Why is that? Why is a, a Big Mac almost six dollars now? Why is that? Hey, ogre, have a great day, my friend. No, no, and nobody called you. Uh, thank you, but I feel like an uh, utter failure. Maybe that's because society has told me stay-at-home moms were losers. No, you're not. You're raising your children. Somebody call somebody a stay-at-home mom a loser. No, you're not a loser. I, I had a stay-at-home dad. I ain't got nothing wrong with that. My still, my mom is still in the house we bought back in the seventies. Or 1970s, still has the living room carpet since 1981. It's like walking on concrete. Your bank don't care what that paycheck comes from? No, it doesn't. I'm talking about all the people who don't apply themselves and just take fast food jobs because it doesn't have high requirements. Actor Brian, you're not a loser at all. I have a lot of respect for you. Douglas says, I have a lot of respect for you. You didn't, in, didn't intend on diminishing. You, you did it. You, you've done all this. 
fuel prices that uh, taking part transport everything has gone up. I I understand the perspective. Look, look, here's the thing. I did the story because it's about 14-year-olds that are going to work because people your age and a little younger are not willing to go back to work. They're not going back to work because the government is paying them to stay at home. That's the main example of this. Are you willing to stay at home and collect the checks, or do you want to go out there and work? Because if you go out there and work, you are getting America open again. I salute all the 14-year-olds that McDonald's hires for wanting to get the world back working again. The world hasn't worked in two years. I was utterly, I was sickened last night when I saw that Top Gun colon Maverick is not coming out again because of this virus. I don't, wait, why are you crippling movie theaters and small business owners and small theater chains? Why are you doing that? They're trying to get America started again. We have to start it up again. That means we need a workforce in place because this is what happens. And, I, and I'm, I'm going to tell you this is exactly what's going on. You go to a restaurant now. We went to the Black Eyed Pea last week, one of my favorite places in the entire world. Chicken fried steaks out of this world. Deep fried corn on the cob. Bucket A. And we had a waiter, and he wasn't very good. But it was there were only like two or three people working, and it was at lunchtime. And Black Eyed Pea is a popular place. They're slammed. He was trying to show off that he could memorize our, our order, but he couldn't. He wasn't that good, but, but I give him credit for working. Okay? Yeah, or this is what happens. People get mad in America, and they take it out on those people that are working. This is the worst service I've ever gotten. They're the only ones there. I'm not saying that you should throw a parade for them because they're working, but cut them a little slack because they could be at home like their other coworkers who that company will probably, probably be more than happy to give their jobs back to them. Why? Because they need employees and they don't have to train them. Uh, a few weeks ago, kids went to Taco Bell and said, Mom, you want anything? I said, you get me an 89-cent bean burrito? They looked at me puzzled, called me from the drive-thru. It's been a while since I've noted the price changes. It's now a $1.29 bean burrito. It didn't, why did those go up? Beans didn't go up. Beans didn't fucking stop work and say, hey, we want more money. How does deep-fried corn on the cob? Pop when it's cooked? No, no, they cook it. They, they, you know, they put it in the water. They boil it. And then they coat it, and then they stick it in the fryer, and boom, you're all good to go. Oh, it's so good. Uh, I'm not too proud. If I lost my job and needed to find work, I'd still work at McDonald's. I've been working jobs since I was 12, and ain't ever going to stop. No, I will die with the microphone in front of me. 
There's no retiring. I, I, I can't retire. My opinions don't retire. So y'all are stuck with me. Hang down, Jeff, for real. Taco Bell was my first job. My kids occasionally like to go there. I gasped when I saw how much the prices are. No longer can you get high, round up 10 to 15 bucks, and have enough tacos and burritos to feed a small army. That, that's been the true crime of my lifetime, is what they've done to Taco Bell. All these people with the Taco Bell fresca menu and the, the health, it's Taco fucking Bell. It's greasy, meat-like fucking beef. The beans, if you can get them thicker, the better. Oh, those are so good. If you think that you are eating healthy, eating a Taco Bell, you're, you, you, are, you are definitely dumber than a box of hair. I, I'd get fired from fast food. I'd slow the line down even more just to make sure your order was correct the first time. Uh, best thing I ever had at the barbecue place in Texas was jalapeno cream corn. That corn was the best damn corn I had ever eaten. Okay, that, that sounds good. That sounds real good. I saw, I saw a guy, he made a dip. He smoked two big logs of cream cheese and had like this fucking, it, of course it had bacon on it because everybody's got to have fucking bacon everywhere. Bacon and grilled onions and this marmalade on there, and they dipped, like, chips in there. Oh, so good looking. My Explorer and my customers ask me on a daily basis if anyone uh, who is looking for a job, anyone is hurting for workers now. They are. People are hurting everywhere. Guess I'm greedy. I saw McDonald's in Tahoe was starting an 18-hour dog job. I was like, hey, that's not a bad wage. I could do that as a third job. Make damn good money at a real job, even better side money on my appraisal job, but still, like, fuck, for 18 bucks an hour, I could swing it. Ain't nobody else got that kind of mentality in the younger generation. Mm-mm. No siree, Bob. That's just funny to me. Oh, god damn. Uh, all right, so let's see. Did that, did that, did that, did that, did that. Okay, boom. What shall we end with today? I know what we're going to do. Here we go. I'm going to make you all even hungrier. So tomorrow we have uh, the Mount Rushmore of sodas. You might have to do this one later. Now, you know next week. Next week is... Uh, next week we're doing all three. We're doing three Mount Rushmores. Greatest quarterbacks on Monday. Biggest draft flops on Wednesday. And then Friday we'll do the greatest defensive players of all time. This is something that could come down the line here pretty soon. Oh, my God, you had to say it was cream cheese. I was just eating packets of cream cheese. FYI, you can get cream cheese packets at the Costco Business Center on what? We're hurting for bus drivers here. Today, we are short 26 drivers. We are all scrambling, yep. All right. According to nearly 28% of people that were polled, they said this place was America's best burger chain. Now, ask family, I, I'm going to ask you, 
best burger chain. Since we're just talking about McDonald's, we're talking. And, and look, you can go all the way up to, I guess, you know, uh, Ruby Tuesdays, Chili's. It just ain't, it, it ain't just a, a drive-through thing. So I'm going to ask you, ask family, best hamburgers or cheeseburgers out there. We've done this before. Food debates we do not lack on this show. Uh, Douglas has squeeze in. Scott says Outback. Foster's freeze. No, none of them. You haven't mentioned anything yet. Uh, let's see. Uh, damn, can't go wrong with the Whopper. My all-time favorite. Okay. Here we go. The top burger place, according to the people surveyed, this is not me, was Five Guys. Ooh, I like Red Robin. That plays good. Five Guys. Aldo says, Nation Smash Burger, quite frankly. I haven't had a burger in a while, so my brain is finding it hard right now. 28.9% of the people surveyed said they liked Five Guys, and I've always equated five guys like a ripoff of in and out Am I wrong? Burger King and McDonald's did not come up along. They were 600 people responding, and nobody said McDonald's. Second place was... In and out, which got 21.72%. Following a close behind was the aforementioned Red Robin. I love the food at Five Guys, especially the fries, but it's way too expensive. So you got Red Robin that comes in next with 18.74%. The last three that came in, number the, the number four would be Steak and Shake. Now, Steak and Shake, they kind of smashed their burgers down. Are you shocked Burger King and McDonald's are at the bottom? No, no, not at all. But I am happy to, to report this. What a burger, baby! With 10.28% of the vote. Now, this next one, I think, could take over because I really, I love this place. The next one is Shake Shack. Shake Shack Burger. If you haven't been to Shake Shack yet, I I can't tell you to go fast enough. I got the crinkle fries. They're just good. They're just flat out good. Has anyone tried a Mooyah? 
We recently had one open by my house. It's pretty good, but small, super small for the price. I think I had one that, I think there was a Muya out in Roseville. I think I've had that. Uh, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. See, I, why do you have to talk about food an hour before lunchtime? Well, it gets you ready for it. Gets you ready to, to go out and eat. Now, what kind of, what, are, do y'all like big old thick burgers or do you like the thin burgers? Are you familiar with the fried onion burgers or is that just an Oklahoma thing? I ain't never heard of them. But, I mean, I'm kind of surprised that, well, I'm not surprised because they aren't really that good, but they are delicious. Uh, White Castles aren't in there. But do you like the, 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 that's the question I have for you now. Would you, would you rather have a big old thick meaty patty or something that's been smashed down? This doesn't have to be fast food restaurant type places. Any kind, this is your burger of choice. Smash down or big and fat? Let's see. Uh, I guess the fried onions are like White Castles. Okay. Elder says, I like my burgers like I like my women. The thicker and juicier, the better. Hangtown Jen says, I like a medium burger. Lightly seasoned bacon, smoky cheddar cheese on a brioche bun. Lightly toasted. Thank you. Adam says, thick. Hot Mama says, smashed. Stinkfist says, fat. Sassy Pammy, gross. Thin and well done. Yeah. Smashed. Christopher says both of them. All right. That, that's a fair answer. There's even a festival for them there in Oklahoma. Okay. Uh, let, me, uh, let, let, let me just say this right now. I like my burgers. It, 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 y'all are going to be grossed out probably by this. I, I like them to be thick. And you, you, look, you barely have to cook mine. I, I, I need it thick, and I need it rare and bloody. I want to hear it moo when I bite into it. Oh, man. That is good stuff. Thin but cheese, then burger, then more cheese. Okay. All right. Yeah. Oh, I, you got to have a bunch of cheese on it. You got to have that. But, yeah, thick burgers are for me. I, I got to do it because I got to see how red it is. So gross. That's the most nutritious way to eat meat. Fucking hey, man. Oh, it's so good. So juicy. Man, that's the way to go. You got to use a napkin after every bite. That's a good burger. How can you say you like burgers when you prefer uh prefer it burned? Right? Exactly. I mean, that that that's crazy to me. Well done. Yeah. Yeek! <laughs> I'm always DTF with a burger. <laughs> you eat bloody burger, but having it. Yes, I do. Yes, I have a huge issue with that because that, that ain't right. Bloody burgers are right. 
That's hunting and gathering. That other stuff, that's just nastiness. Oh, man, now I'm hungry. God dang. I don't even know what we're having to eat. So there you go. All right, that's going to do it for the show today. Thank you guys for being here. Thanks to Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy for our football picks. Uh, Friday is tomorrow. Look at that. We have made it all the way to the best day of the week, Friday. I hate it when they drip. I want to throw it against the wall. Fucking just throw it on my damn plate. Uh, Remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, y'all have a great Thursday. And adios, everybody. been watching you, watching her, watching herself in the mirror And her tailor-made dress and her long blonde hair And her big diamond rings and her custom-made shoes and I can tell by the look on your face that you're making your move But she hasn't got time for a man who's tongue-tied And she doesn't like cowboys Thanks less of fools So boy don't you saddle yourself to a high-tone woman She'll cut up your heart like a no credit card When the fun and the money runs out I've never seen an uptown where it's is outside waiting to arrest him.